everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the My Technicians Podcast. As you all might know by now, I went to RSA in San Francisco last month to meet with cybersecurity providers and learn all about the latest trends in, in information security. While I was there, I had the opportunity to meet with InfoSec Institute and the Cybersecurity Training and Awareness Organization's General Manager, Jim Chilton, on what work is being done to close the cybersecurity workforce gap. Jim is also the CIO of the organization's parent company, 10Gage Group, that recently acquired InfoSec. Jim and I uh, spoke about how the organization is working to fill open cybersecurity jobs, including public-private partnerships and working with state and federal governments. We also talk about my previous experience covering the manufacturing sector in New England, which is taking similar paths to develop the workforce of the future. Kate Rogers, the director of brand marketing for InfoSec, also chimes in around the seven minute mark to provide some insight on efforts to increase diversity in the cybersecurity industry. Before we get to InfoSec, here's a quick reminder to check out the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the best decisions for your organization. And now here's Jim from the show floor at RSA. Cybersecurity education, you guys um, are, uh, I think, um, you know, very important organizations because you're trying to solve that, that skills gap that everyone keeps telling me about. Yeah. Um, so what are you doing recently to do that? I think a couple of things. I think. The first thing is to understand the total context of Cengage Group. As you're probably aware, Cengage Group recently acquired InfoSec in March. Now, Cengage Group has been helping people close that gap for the better part of 100 years. And so, but we've been doing it in different ways. So we've been doing it kind of the traditional higher education system in this country and with skills-based learning. Um, so this is just another way for us to help close that gap. Now, specifically for cybersecurity, one of the exciting things that the team have come up with is this role-based application for cybersecurity because what many people out of the space don't realize is that if you're in the cybersecurity space, and I can say this because not only am I the general manager for InfoSec, but I'm also the executive vice president and CIO for Cengage Group. So I've spent the last five, 25 years doing this type of work. So when I think about my cyber teams, this idea of having different set of roles and so when you go through the roles that we've identified so far and how they fit it's a super important component in two ways one about how you develop and create a mature cyber organization to support a company and in this case like a Cengage group but also the individual themselves right they want to be able to see themselves in the lens that is their competencies and skills in the areas that they're comfortable with Getting back to answer your question. So with that foundation in place, these things allow people to focus in on the areas that they are proficient with and help align them towards the jobs that people like me are seeking. The reason why that's interesting is that it allows you to take people from different professions, different capacities, different walks of life, and allow them to go through training and certification to be ready to close this gap. Because when you look across the country and you're like, there's millions of people that are unemployed and there's millions of job openings. And you're like, how could that possibly exist? And yet it does. The work that we're doing, both for individuals and for companies, is to help facilitate that in a way that's meaningful so that people are not just getting a job, but people are actually starting a career. 
And so when you go to the roots of why Cengage exists, is that we are a company of learners built for learners, and we believe that at our core. So we actually believe that everybody who wants to learn something should be able to learn something affordably, and that they should be able to work towards their aspiration of having a career that's meaningful for them and their families. And so I think that part is we're super excited about, and I think that's what InfoSec is doing, and what they were doing before we met them, was working towards that end, not knowing that we were both on that same mission of how do you close that gap. Um, Long-winded answer, um, but I think that's um, trying to drive both points home for you. Yeah. Um, so, so my first time at RSA, like I said, yeah. and um, I mean, I I kind of already assumed this was the case, yeah. but um, there's not a bunch, a lot of diversity yeah. in in, in InfoSec, um, and that you know, um, I think advocating for that diversity is a one of the, I think, one of the solutions to mm-hmm. to filling those jobs. Yeah, so I think um, you bring up a really good point. And I'd say that um, one of the things that Kate has educated me on, and if you take a look around, you know, one of the neat things about our booth over some of the other ones is that we don't have a lot of gimmicks. But the things that you see on the wall behind us are the actual employees. Mm. And when so, and that wasn't a plant. These people were employees from the beginning. Yeah. Um, so a couple of things that we believe and I believe is that your company should look like your community. Yes. You walk inside the building, it should look like the outside of the building. Yeah. Um, that's something we're particularly proud of. I think you are 100% right, is that what's happened in a lot of parts of the world is that the people that have the opportunities are not necessarily the people that have the talent. And what we are trying to do is to help close that gap. Um, And there's a number of ways that you can do this. So if you go to our website today, and I would encourage you to do this with you, your friends, your colleagues, the people you bump into in the hallway here, right? So for $34 a month, you can actually start to get some of our skills-based training. For $399 a year, you could make that personal mission on your own to be like, I want to get to a better place and I want to do this myself, regardless of where you are at your point in life. And I think us having an affordable solution like that makes a ton of sense for people to actually start on that journey on their own. So I think that's, um, that's going to help us get there. Um, there's a bunch of other work that we've done around apprenticeships and things like that that we're going to try to dial in with InfoSec. We were already doing them at Cengage Group. Um, but, you know, we've taken 10, 29 apprentices in Cengage in the last four and a half years. 25 of them are still employees. You know, um, every single one of them is what we classify as underrepresented. Um, and so I think, um, yeah, I, we don't have a silver bullet to solve that problem, but I think we're doing the parts that we can to help. Yeah. And the other thing, we have a, and I'm just going to jump in, Jim, Jim's still a whole, like, three weeks in the job. But, um, you know, another thing that we're doing is we run partner programs, and we work with nonprofits in the industry, right? So we, we try to make this really intentional, not just say, we're going to do this, or this is important. We actually work with, you know, organizations that they're, this is all they're focused on. We, you know, are supporting them and donating scholarships. And then we also run our own scholarship programs that are targeted to people 
who are underrepresented in the industry, um, and then they get a lifetime um, subscription to be able to train towards and into these jobs. And I can tell you, I mean, same thing, you can go on our website and you will see a whole laundry list of people who have had been changed their entire lives, you know, went from a teacher, um, single mom, into now, you know, they're a security engineer, or they were a scientist, um, an ex-vet, right, and didn't like what they were doing, and, and is now working with Caterpillar as a sock analyst, and things like that, um, and to the point of making it accessible, you know, whether that's through a scholarship or just lower pricing, and, and showing people that they can be part of that, I think is a lot of what we are, we're trying to do, and um, make really a concerted effort around, so that's the, that's the only other thing. Perfect, yeah. Cat, thank you very much. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I, so, I'm, I'm from uh, Central Massachusetts, and oh. I, um, Work for the local business journal in Worcester, Massachusetts. I don't know if you're ever familiar with Worcester. I, actually, I live in Hollis, New Hampshire. I go to Boston every. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. so oh, we're in our office is in the Seaport. So oh, yes, oh, yes. So <laughs> very um, familiar. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I used to work for the Worcester Business Journal. Yeah. Um, and I cover manufacturing. Yeah. And you know, you know, oh, yeah. Massachusetts, yeah. how many, you know, vacant factories you drive through? Oh, that yeah. are, like a mill building or oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we were trying to use some of those mill buildings from I remember a project with MIT about repurposing the mill buildings for um, cooling data centers. Oh, yeah. interesting. It's very cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just look at that. Some of the that, paper mills we converted yeah, over. I never yeah. thought of that, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Quite distracting, sorry. Yeah, they're, they're either usually like breweries or like, like, or like, uh, like marijuana cultivation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, so, um, a few state reps in the area. Um, would not shut up about about um, you know manufacturing education and how it's you know clean manufacturing um, you know partner with community colleges yada yada um, so what kind of you know higher education in initiatives um, you know are out there and in, you know what are you guys on the team? Yeah, I, mean, I think that a couple of things that I want to address first is that you know. Two weeks ago now, um, I did a keynote for the Boston Orbeez with um, Secretary Acosta, who's the Massachusetts State Secretary, and her and I talked to the audience about what to do to close this gap that you and I have talked about, and about specifically the training that the government is willing to fund to help get people in the Commonwealth ready for these jobs. And they are attacking it across a number of fronts, not just for cyber, but to your point, for manufacturing and for others. So I think that... What we're partnering with them on is all the ways, I'll do the Cengage answer first, is that all the ways that Cengage can help, we're going to. So one of the programs that we have for Cengage is called English Language Training. Um, we recently signed up an agreement with the entire country of Egypt for all of their children from fourth grade to eighth grade to get free English language training because it is the language of business. And so that entire country made an agreement with us. We're doing the same thing for some of the states. So if you look at the unemployment and reemployment practice that's actually led by MassHire.gov, for which I'm an advisory board member on. And so what we're trying to build there is a system that takes people out of unemployment, gets them the right requisite skills before they can even begin their career training. So if you think about it, many of the people in the Commonwealth aren't proficient in English. So the first step is how do you get them with the proper understanding of the English language and then take them through whether it's cyber or whether it's manufacturing or whether it's HVAC. There's all these other practices and opportunities. And same for them is that they have steel building. They have all kinds of different professions. Um, so what we're doing, long story short, is to 
apply what we can from a Cengage perspective to help all the local governments, not just in Massachusetts, but throughout the country, towards this end. And then where we can plug in things like InfoSec for cybersecurity, we're going to plug those in. But where we can plug in English language training, we'll plug those in. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the, um, that's the plan. Um, what I haven't seen a lot of is, is um, cybersecurity in like, in like a Voketech school. There's something I haven't seen a lot of. Really? Yeah, so if you look at um, um, a couple of things um, I could comment on is that if you look at, I'll use Southern New Hampshire University because, again, you're from that area. So Southern New Hampshire University is um, mostly an online school now. But it represents 132,000 students. It's actually one of the largest universities in the country. Um, if you look at their undergrad program, both their associate's degree and their bachelor's degree, they have specific degrees in cybersecurity. And they actually have them broken down also by roles, but just a couple. Um, as an advisor for their dean of the IT and engineering school, I've actually helped them go through their curriculum and be like, with my CIO hat on, is that I'm like, you're not producing students that I can hire. And so I did a full mapping with them of, here's all the job specs that I have from Cengage Group for all of our technologists, including our cyber professionals. Here's the skills and requirements I have for all of them. And then I matched them up with the skills and competencies they get from their degree program. And then we identified all the deltas. I did the same thing with our apprenticeship program. That's only a 14-week program. And what I identified is that the apprenticeship program for 14 weeks, which is actually coming out of a community college, provides a better job-ready employee than the associate's degree did from SNU. So one of the things that the schools are working on refining is making sure that these programs are dialed into employers. Because going way back to the start of our conversation is that the education system was built from an academic lens, not from an employer's lens. So what we're trying to do is close that gap in a meaningful way by me as an employer explaining to them, like, I have to have these requisite skills and capabilities for me to actually be able to have them hit the ground running and actually work well with us. Um, to your other point is that we, I personally was at the booth this morning, we had two community colleges that stopped by. and. Two of these community colleges actually were saying, and I can give them you, I can give you the exact names. They collected their cards. I don't remember their exact names, but it was interesting because basically what they're saying is exactly what you are: is that we need to have a program that allows us to generate cyber-ready graduates. We want to leverage InfoSec and the programs and the boot camps and the capabilities you have to be able to do that. And they want to explore the entire plethora of capabilities. So whether it's in-person boot camps with trainings and or virtual work and or the content that we provide to help facilitate them to do that because this is a demand they have in the community because they think about it, their job is to actually solve the problem that you started with. Yeah. yeah. What about, what about, um, no, what about K-12? You know, why, why not start, why not yeah. start, why not start early? Okay. Why not? Okay. I'd love to. And so, and, and this is, this is the real opportunity when you bring Sengage Group together with InfoSec is that, you know, National Geographic, which I'm sure you're familiar with, but National Geographic K-12 brand is actually Sengage. So all of Sengage Group is represented by a series of brands. So yeah. any K-12 product today that's got National Geographic is actually our content and our, we owe, we leverage their licensing to be able to provide them K-12 solutions. Um, 
advanced placement exams are done with Cengage. So if there's ever a company to be able to take this downstream and bring it into the K-12 space, it is absolutely the combination of InfoSec right. and Cengage. Right. Yeah. Cybersecurity seems like it would be um, a hit um, in, in, in like a, like a Voketech high school. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, same idea. I mean, you yeah. see, so and this is where this is what's really interesting. When you step outside the U.S. for a minute, if you go to a country like Germany, Germany has been doing apprenticeship programs this way for the better part of thirty or forty years, right? So here in the U.S., we think of Votex and apprenticeships for electricians and plumbers and HVAC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't think about it in other trades. You go to other countries in the world, is the apprenticeship program covers all kinds of things. And so they're actually more advanced than us in that thinking. So I do think that we have this opportunity now to change the way a Votech is seen. And it's not just about auto body repair, but it, it can be. And it's not just about electricians, but it can be about cyber professionals. And I think a lot of these IT skills, so I, I couldn't agree with you more. There's a huge opportunity for us. And again, going back to it, this is the potential that we saw with the combination of InfoSec and Cengage grouped together. Because together we can actually attack the market that you just described. Individually we couldn't, 